I am an artist and a graphic designer, and I am 31 years old. I'm from Porto Alegre, Brazil. I moved to New York in 2015. Yeah, I came and then I went back to Brazil for a little while, and then I came back again, but all in 2015. My plan was to stay here for three months, and then I stayed for five months, and then I met my now husband. So yeah, I met him and then we started dating and then he was like, if you want to come back and live with me, you should. And then I was like, I don't, sir, I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was like considering, but we, we just met also. Then I went back to Brazil because the tourist visa expires. And then I came back here and then we moved in with him, but we didn't get married. You know, I, I got a, an artist visa. So, because I wanted to like see what I was going to do, like I liked him and I liked New York, so it was a combination of both. And yeah, and then I decided to stay, but I, I didn't want to just like marry him right away, you know, like I, I got the artist visa and then eventually we got married, yeah, because I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay or not. Hey neighbors, on today's show, we speak with Niej Borges. Niej is a visual artist from Porto Alegre, Brazil. Niej now lives in Bushwick, in Brooklyn. One of the interesting things I discussed with Niej was how sometimes some parts of New York can remind us of our hometown. But I like to live in a place that still feels a little bit more organic, you know, and it reminds me of Brazil sometimes, certain areas, you know, that are a little bit more messy. <laughs> So I like that and I like the diversity of people here also, like how there's like a, a, a big like artist community. You can make New York City into your home, but sometimes it just feels like you never left home in the first place. For me, I know that Astoria and Bushwick in particular sometimes feel like being back home in Caracas. It's sometimes the small things that remind you of home, a smell, the architecture of a particular city block, the music playing in the background, or even the chaos brought by the combination of all those things at once. Yeah, Nicaragua reminds me of Brazil sometimes, even though it's a bit chaotic and dirty. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of like some streets from my hometown and there's a lot of like commerce going on and like people walking around a lot, but different than Manhattan, what is like still like more like big stores and a more corporate vibe to it, you know, still like smaller. There's also this phenomenon that happens to some of us that have been living in another city for a long time. We start yearning traveling inside our home countries. It's not that we necessarily miss where we come from, it's that we miss visiting the places that we haven't explored. I think you start to become more like interested to know more about where you're from once you leave, which is weird, I guess, but yeah, it does happen. I, I hear other friends, other Brazilian friends that live abroad saying, oh, maybe I should explore Brazil more now, you know. Yeah, yeah I've never been to like the north east of Brazil or north in general, because <laughs> I'm from the south. So, yeah, I, I would like to do that, but every time I go to Brazil, I feel that I have to see my family, yeah. you know, so it's a bit like, like spending time there without seeing my family is weird, but I might, I might do that eventually. 
The entirety of today's program takes place in Bushwick, a neighborhood located in the northern part of Brooklyn. Niaj and I met at a cafe on Wyckoff Avenue, and then we walked through Knickerbocker Avenue, known for the many shops and street vendors that said shop on its streets. Stick around for more from Niaj, our neighbor from Brazil, that currently lives in New York City. Niaj. Hi. Hi. Niaj, what do you do and how old are you? I am an artist and a graphic designer and I am 31 years old. And where are you from? I'm from Porto Alegre, Brazil. Porto Alegre. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. When did you move to New York? I moved to New York in 2015. Yeah. I came and then I went back to Brazil for a little while and then I came back again, but all in 2015. <laughs> yeah. and, and what inspired you to, to move to New York? First I wasn't moving here, I, I was just doing classes here. I, I had clients here already with my graphic design work. And yeah, so I was just staying here for a while as a tourist. Uh, and my plan was to stay here for three months and then I stayed for five months and then I met my now husband. So yeah, I met him and then we started dating and then he was like, if you want to come back and live with me, you should. And then I was like, I don't, sir, I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was like considering, but we, we just met also. Then I went back to Brazil because the tourist visa expires. And then I came back here and then we moved in with him, but we didn't get married. You know, I, I got a, an artist visa. So, because I wanted to like see what I was going to do. Like I liked him and I liked New York. So it was a combination of both. And yeah, and then I decided to stay, but I, I didn't want to just like marry him right away. You know, like I, I got the artist visa and then eventually we got married. Yeah, because I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay or not mm. in New York. How did you guys meet? Tinder. Oh, yeah. nice. I met, I met my wife through Bumble. Bumble, yeah. 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 I wasn't searching for a relationship. Mm -hmm. I just want to casually date people mm -hmm. staying here in New York. But, but yeah, I guess when you're not trying to date people, then that's what happens. <laughs> I think in, in my experience, usually, yeah. I remember I wasn't looking for necessarily the love of my life or, or anything else like that. Yeah. And that's how I met Rachel. We met through Bumble. And then I'll tell you her side as she tells it, because she wasn't looking for love either. We met in the West Village. I was living in, and actually in Bushwick. Mm -hmm. She was living in Chelsea. Mm -hmm. We met at this bar in the West Village. She told me that she, her cousins always went to this bar. Mm -hmm. She's like, we should go, you know, it's, everybody recommends it. And we had an amazing five hour date. But it turned out that her cousins had never gone to that bar and that she just told me to go because it was close to her house. <laughs> and if the date was bad, she would have like gone to her house. But <laughs> fortunately, that wasn't the case. <laughs> and now we go to that bar every first Tuesday of the month. It's, nice. our, it's like our, one of our favorite spots in, in oh, the city. Nice, cute. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have some, some place like that or? No, we don't have like a, a place, I guess, that we go. I mean, there are a few places to go regularly, but we don't have like a special place mm -hmm. like that. 
we went to a movie theater in our first day, but now that movie theater is closed, so it's on the Lower East Side. So we went there to watch a movie, and then we went to a bar in the Lower East Side also. But it was just like, because it was near the movie theater, it was not that good of a bar. But the day was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Lower East Side is really cool. And I, I think I've read that it, it was like one of the first places where immigrants from other places came to right. to sort of build their homes in. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was like a lot of Irish uh -huh. and Italian people there, right? Like yeah. Gangs of New York. Yeah, gangs yeah. of New York, exactly. It, it has a lot of history. Well, I think New York in general has has a lot of history. Were you living in Bushwick where when you met him or before that? Yeah, no, I was living in Greenpoint. Mm. Yeah, I got a, a room and an apartment there. So yeah, I just wanted to watch this movie. I was alone in New York and I was like, if, if he doesn't want to go, I'm just going to go alone. So I invited him to go with me, but very like, whatever, you know, if you don't want to go, I will just go anyway. But he said yes, and then we, we went to see the movie. And then, and then yeah, we had drinks and so on. Yeah. Cool. So what do you like about your neighborhood, about Bushwick? I like how it's still like, especially this area of Bolshevik is still like, it has some like, like more like original vibe to it. You know, it doesn't feel, I mean, this here is, it looks more gentrified, but like a lot of it doesn't look that gentrified yet. You know, like Williamsburg feels, you know, very more, I don't know, Manhattan-like, like not, just like midtown Manhattan, you know, like it feels more like gentrified. It's cute, I like to hang out there, but I like to live in a place that still feels a little bit more organic, you know, and it reminds me of Brazil sometimes, certain areas, you know, that are a little bit more messy. <laughs> so I like that and I like the diversity of people here also, like how there's like a, a, a big like artist community. Like I just, like my neighbor from my building on the first floor, he's also an artist, you know, like, so there are people, artists everywhere here, you know, so I like that. And of course the affordability, you know, like, it's affordable, you know, like. It is. Yeah. There's something about, and I was thinking about this as I walked to, to the coffee shop where we're at now, about New York, but specifically for me, about Brooklyn, where when I lived in Brooklyn, I felt very inspired as a designer, just because of the fact of being surrounded by by people that that are artists too, and well, and also like the um, architecture and the the places, the graffiti, the street art, like yeah. everything contributed to me being inspired. Yeah, I think New York as a whole, I think, works for me like that. Not just Bushwick, you know, mm -hmm. like New York is like so diverse and full of like different layers, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, like when you're walking around, you see like buildings that you can tell that are quite old and right next mm -hmm. to it. There's the new shiny one, you know, uh, and not the street art and like advertising posters that are ripped off the wall and stuff like that. You know, I always liked the big city aspect, even when I was in Brazil, like, I, I like that, like, more urban areas. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, New York are inspired because of the amount of people, I guess, that live here, you know, mm -hmm. like, it's, 
it's yeah it's very nice to like go out and know that you're going to see like a lot of people from different backgrounds and like people dress well here as well so yeah it's an interesting city <laughs> are there any specific places that you remember that remind you of Brazil or of a particular city in Brazil it's just more like here in Bushwick, Nicarbaca Avenue, it's a bit chaotic and like there's a lot of still like smaller stores that put clothes on the sidewalk and stuff like that, like street vendors uh -huh. selling food on the corners. I think that avenue specifically always remind me of my hometown a little, which some people might not like it. Like, I know some people don't like Nickerbocker Avenue very much. I sometimes avoid it if I'm trying to not see a lot of people. Oh, you mean like uh, people that live in this area don't especially like Nickerbocker? Yeah, some people, I think, like, because it's busy, you know, like, a little messy. I mean, trash is a problem in Bushwick, I think, you know, there's a lot of trash happening here. Like, and I, I don't think it's all the city's fault. I think it's a mix of, like, business and the city but For anyway sure. yeah Nickerbocker reminds me of Brazil sometimes even though it's a bit chaotic and dirty yeah yeah it reminds me of like some streets from my hometown and there's a lot of like commerce going on and like people walking around a lot but different than Manhattan what is like still like more like big stores and like, more corporate vibe to it you know still like smaller yeah I get that too especially I think Brooklyn and Queens remind me a little bit of some areas in Caracas mm. that were that felt chaotic in a good way you know yeah like people everywhere and doing yeah. like moving really fast and street vendors and everything yeah do you go back to to Brazil yeah I go back at least once a year sometimes twice a year since I work from home I, I just go there and stay like a month mm -hmm. mainly in my hometown I want to go to go to other cities in Brazil because since I came here I just like when I go to Brazil I'm going to my hometown I'm not exploring more of Brazil so I want to try to do that and like visit other Brazilian cities more but yeah I go every year to stay with my family yeah. and see my friends there. Yeah it's it's interesting that you mentioned visiting other parts of Brazil because mm -hmm. my brother lives in Barcelona mm -hmm. and for his honeymoon which is in October. He's traveling back to Venezuela, but he's actually going to the Amazons. Oh. He has been there, but he's also, he also has this idea that he wants to travel around the country more now, mm. since he doesn't, like we don't live there anymore. There's something appealing about our country yeah. being outside, I think. Exactly, yeah, I think you start to become more like interested to know more about where you're from once you leave which is weird i guess but yeah it does happen i i hear other friends other brazilian friends that live abroad saying oh maybe i should explore brazil more now you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i've never been to like the north east of brazil or north in general because <laughs> i'm from the south so yeah I, I would like to do that, but every time I go to Brazil, I feel that I have to see my family, yeah. you know, so it's a bit like like spending time there without seeing my family is weird, but I might, I might do that eventually. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally hear you on the family too, because you tell me if this is too personal or not, but for me, I feel that I, I grew closer to my parents being in New York, just not being together 
created more of a like longing. Like I long to talk to my mom, talk to my dad, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that I always had a very close relationship with my mom specifically. Mm. We were always like close friends. But yeah, I guess we would fight more, I guess, when I was in Brazil for stupid stuff. And now that I'm here, I don't know, we barely fight at all, you know, like, cause it's, the distance is like, make it, us like prioritize things, I guess, you know. And with my dad, for sure, my dad, I ended up getting closer to him while I'm here. Because my dad was always like, very more like closed off, I guess. But now if the distance I call him and, and he has, he wants to talk to me, you know, like before he, he was just like more quiet, like, oh, we're nearby, we're near each other, doesn't matter if we're talking or not, that exactly. type of like attitude, you know. But now, yeah, he talks more to me and like, I, I think I know more about him than I knew when I was in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me too, actually. I, I started to ask my dad about his days when he was younger. Uh-huh. My dad is almost 80. So I didn't know, well, still, I don't think I know more than half of his life, you know, like when he was young, how he was with his brothers, and it's very interesting. Yeah. I feel like when you grow up a little bit, when you're more, when you're older, you start seeing your parents like human beings. Yeah, yeah. I guess when you're younger, you don't care much, you're Mm -hmm. just doing your own thing, right? But yeah, I guess my mom and I are always close because we share a lot of interests in common as well. But yeah, coming here made me appreciate more the time that I spend with her when I go there, for sure, yeah. Do you have any siblings? No, I'm an only daughter. Oh, I don't... I wish I knew what that felt like, for sure. Uh, I've (laughs) always had to uh, share stuff. I have two brothers, an older one and a younger one. Uh-huh. Both live in Europe and two sisters. Nice. Uh, older. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. I think, uh, you know, everything has ups and like pros and cons. I, I have friends who are only only children. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, every like every family and family dynamic is, is different, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. People often yeah. feel sorry for only children, like when especially living here, sometimes I hear people. Usually older people, they're like, oh, you know, like, oh. <laughs> but I mean, that's the reality I know, so it's exactly. just like, for me, it's fine, you know, like, I don't, I don't mind being on it. Of course, since I came here, I sometimes wish that I had siblings, so maybe one of them could have stayed with my parents in Brazil, you know. Mm, I, I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, but also, that maybe wouldn't happen, I have friends that... They have siblings, but all of them are here. Yeah, like so, me. Yeah. Yeah, all of my siblings left. So yeah. my my mom and my dad are by themselves. But I think it's a, like you're saying. That's just uh, the way it is. And sometimes. Yeah. 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 I, ideally, I'll have a sibling that will have stayed there forever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can't control anything. So yeah. And speaking about family a little bit here in in New York, do you feel that? you created an alternative family with your friends, a community that feels close? Oh yeah, for sure I have like a good amount of friends here. It took me a while I guess to build like a more intimate group of friendship, but I have a few close friends that I would say that they are the closest thing I have to family here. 
Yeah, it's difficult to build your relationships from scratch in a new country, I guess, you know, like, because in Brazil I have friends that I knew for, like, a long time, you know, since, like, I was a kid. So here you're, like, oh, meeting all these new people that you literally just met, you know, like, so it's different, but also it's, it's good because you get to, like, not peak, but you like you 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 meet people that are like closer to your interests, maybe perhaps uh-huh. in life, than if you stay in your hometown and you just have the same group of friends you always had, you know. So here at least I feel that oh, I'm meeting like all these nice people and my my cool friends are like I would I wouldn't meet otherwise, you know. Like not that I didn't have cool friends in Brazil, you know. Like <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I always had a a group of friends that was always there, you know. So here I had to force myself, I guess, to be more outgoing and meet more people. So yeah, I, I have like a, a group of close friends. They're all Brazilians. <laughs> so yeah, and I have other friends that are not Brazilian, but the closest one, I, or they speak Portuguese. Yeah, I totally get it. I think. Um First of all, as you grow older with your friends from childhood, you notice that some things are not, like you have things in common, mm-hmm. but you start finding things in common with other people that you meet. Yeah. Uh, this happened to me in, co- in college, well, I guess design school and yeah, in New York too, yeah. where I shared an interest, like whether it was movies that we liked or books that we liked or even design. And I love my friends from, from high school, but here I found people that I shared more of what I am today, you know? Yeah, 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 same. Yeah, I have very close friends from like high school that we're completely different people, but we still have this bond from going to the same school and like we spend a, a bunch of time together. And we have things in common still, but it is different, I guess. Also, you share the same, like, there are also like immigrants here, yeah. so I guess you have more to relate to on top of everything else, you know. I have one of my best friends here, she's also married to an American guy, so we get to like compare the <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah. You mentioned that you had applied and gotten the artist visa, the O1, right? Yeah, the O1 visa. Yeah, I, I got the same one. Nice. What kind of what kind of work are you doing now? What, Something, are you working on something cool now, something interesting? Yeah, I'm doing some client work for like a, a few brands that I'm doing illustration for them. I, I signed a contract though, so I technically can't say anything about oh, it. Oh, okay. But yeah, besides that, but yeah, I'm doing like some collaboration with a few brands, mm-hmm. which is fun, but most of the time now I'm doing this week I was doing a lot of graphic design work, but yeah, like art-wise, I'm doing some collabs with brands, but also going to be part of like a group exhibition that some people here from Barshek are organizing too. So actually after this, I'm going to have a dinner about it. They want to discuss and stuff. So it's fun like to... Sounds fun. Yeah, get involved and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, commercial work is just like some illustrations that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on my free time, I paint, I make oil paintings. Yep. So yeah, that's what I'm going to show at the exhibition that we're organizing. 
but besides that, I don't have any other projects, like big projects lined up for now. I'm going actually on vacation on Saturday. Nice. So I'm going to be on vacation for 10 days, so I am not in a very like work, super work focus mode right now, you know. Are you traveling outside the US or in the US? Outside, yeah, I'm going to Sweden. Oh, cool, yeah. I've never been. Yeah, yeah me neither, yeah. I'm going with uh, a friend of mine from here uh -huh. and a friend of mine from California. Ah, nice. So we, yeah, we're all going to go. <laughs> That's good. It's good to to spend some time off and disconnect your brain from. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I, I I work a little before I came here, but like. I am like almost in vocational. Yeah. yeah, that's good. You're disconnecting little by little. Yes. Is there something at work or on a more personal level that is um, keeping you at night? Something that's worrying? I think as an illustrator, the, I guess the, it doesn't keep me up at night. It's not that bad, I guess. but. I am always like concerned about what's next, you know, like finding work. Most, most all the time, like clients just come to me, you know, like. But of course, I am putting work out there to be seen. So I am always like concerned if I'm going to have enough commissions to make the same money I've been making so far, you know. So that's always uh, something that is in the back of my mind. And sometimes I wonder if I am going to be illustrating forever also as I grow older, you know. I don't know, maybe I want to do something else in the future. I mean, I'll always be illustrating and painting, but like talking about like commercial work, you know, sometimes I wonder if, is that what I'm going to do, you know, forever? I don't know. So yeah, it's basically these things that concern me but just like as a back in my mind yeah. thing, you know, like that I have to slowly think about it. Mm -hmm. But the, the concern of having commissions is something that I think every freelance always think of. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, one thing that I like about, about that lifestyle is that you have the ability to organize your work in a way that you can live life as you want it like you can rest you can work at night or in the morning you can go out you know for yeah. a coffee come back but also there's the worry that okay I finish this in a month what what happens next do I have to post and wait for somebody to reach out to me yeah 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 now it's Hispanic Heritage Month in September so like often like one of the collaborations I'm doing is for Hispanic Heritage Month. So like a lot of brands reach out to let Latinos like for that specific month. Mm. So now is the time that we're like waiting. Like where's, where's the illustrations jobs at, you know? <laughs> the last year my August was insane busy because of Hispanic Heritage yeah. Month. So let's see how this year's go. Like I already like have at least one that I'm working on, you know, like, yeah. so let's see. <laughs> Do you have a specific type of company or brand that you like to work with? No, I would just work with, like, clients that reach out in general. Usually it's advertising agencies uh, reaching out for me to work on a project uh -huh. for a brand. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes the brand contacts me directly. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but I don't have preference, you know, like it's just as long as payment is fair and the job is interesting. Right, like the brief is interesting. Yeah, it makes sense within like my work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. I like that. So you're you're flexible with the type of client, but as long as the, the work looks and feels like something that would go like make sense for you. Yeah. Then yeah, you consider it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, but usually clients that reach out to me, they already have like a clear idea mm-hmm. what they want, and usually it does match my yeah. style. That's why they reach out. So yeah, usually I guess the main issue is money in the end. You know, yeah. like if I'm busy, I might not be able to take certain jobs mm-hmm. if they pay less, or you know, if they're not so interesting. It happens, but at the same time, sometimes if I like a job, I will take less money for it. I was going to ask yeah. you that, like if, because it happens with me sometimes that a client is interesting, but they don't necessarily have the budget that I was, that I had in my mind, mm-hmm. but the work is good and maybe the client is great too and they're not super pushy with what they want. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, especially if it's like a nice client. Mm-hmm. I, do, I don't like it happened to me recently, like for the first time, I guess, that like a big brand wants to work with me and they offer like less than I think a big brand should offer. Mm. And then it's just like, come on, you know, like you yeah. have money, so it's not fair, you know, like when like corporations work like that. Because most of the time when I work with big companies, they usually have like a good budget. Yeah. So for me, like to hear from like a big company saying that they didn't have the budget, it was just like, yeah. it's not like I was asking for a lot anyway, you know. So like I do take work that pay less, but if that makes sense with the client, if it's like a rich client that just have very little money, then I'm like, oh, it's, that's yeah. not bad, you know. I, that always seems a little um, curious to me that they are looking for illustrations for let's say an important project and the project is important and they want to do this project but then they don't have the right budget for yeah. for the execution that seems yeah. like like sketchy yeah it is it just makes you like not feel excited about working with them especially depending on the project like this company specifically was like a hispanic like it was a hispanic heritage mom yeah and then it's just like you're trying to highlight latinos but also you're not paying Carolyn, so it's just like... Yeah. But yeah, that's that happened like this one time, I guess. But yeah, I would take less money if the client is like, I, I do work all the time for like small companies. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, they don't have money, so I will do the job for less money because I understand that they're like a business that is just starting, like one person all this business alone, you know? But if it's like, a big company with little money then it's just like Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> yeah I, I totally hear you I for me when when I get briefs from from bigger clients so usually yeah usually if bigger clients don't come don't don't approve the budget and they like tell me to do it for less I I, I most certainly say no because yeah before when I started I, w- I, I would say yes to everything right yeah. but now I'm like it's gonna create a headache for me. I'm not gonna enjoy the work. Yeah. Bad relationship, maybe. So. Yeah. 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 yeah I think sometimes it's like good. I, I always have. I still have time. Uh, a difficult time to say no sometimes. 
but it's good to say no to because you value your own time mm -hmm. and like I had situations where I said yes and I shouldn't have said yes and then I was like spending yeah. time on that project and then I had to deny others that came yeah that would be better for me so yeah I think it is risky sometimes because like you want the money even though it is not a lot or anything yep or the partnership or whatever but yeah overall it's it's good to like put value to your work and, and yeah someone else is going to do for cheaper probably but i don't know it's up about you, you need to like prioritize what like your time and yeah so yeah especially for not being an illustrator but having worked with a few I think that one thing that I find difficult as a client to, to ask is for edits because illustrations, once they are past a certain point, it's very hard to, to adjust, you know? Like if you add color or if you add a certain stroke to the, to the sketch, like I, I feel like it's very hard to go back and say, oh, I don't like this character, can you retrace it like, like this way? Mm -hmm. So for me, like that has a cost, you know? And you're, money-wise and also time, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Niej, is there something you appreciate about New York? I think the thing that I appreciate... Yeah, there's a lot of things that I appreciate about New York, but I think the thing that I appreciate the most is the amount of things happening here, like the amount of... Look, there's this guy walking with a canvas of <laughs> Donald Duck right now. <laughs> but yeah, like the amount of like art happening here and and just things in general that you don't even have to like have money to go to, you know, like For sure. there's a lot of like events and you can see so much like art for free, like in galleries and museums and stuff like that. So I appreciate that a lot because I always like to like go out and see stuff in Brazil too, but in my hometown there wasn't a lot happening. So every time there was something I had to go, you know. But here there's a lot, so like I feel that it's very beneficial like for my work and just for me, like not necessarily like as an artist, but just as a person, you know, like to see things all the time and have options of places to go to. So yeah, I like this like bubbly energy, creative energy that the city has. And I also really like the, even though it's chaotic, I like the amount of people that are here. I like to go out and see a lot of different people walking around and see like funny things happening, stuff like that. It's fun, yeah. yeah. I found interesting that you mentioned that you weren't sure if in a few years you would continue as an illustrator or as an artist, at least for, the, for your professional part, like mm -hmm. you would maybe do it, but not professionally. Is there any other part of the future that you think about? Maybe do you have a, a vision for yourself in New York or in Brazil and yeah. some other you know, place? Yeah, I don't know yet. <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea, to be honest. I have some things that I think about maybe doing, but I still, I'm so not sure. I don't like to say it because I don't like to jinx it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but, but yeah, I think 
about alternatives because I like, I love working as an illustrator, but sometimes I think it's just sustainable when I'm older, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not like as fast as I am now. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha, gotcha. Because clients always want everything for yesterday, you know, like everything needs to be done fast and sometimes not necessarily, but you need to have a certain level of energy sometimes to keep it up. And then I always wonder when the time, like when I'm older, will I enjoy doing all this? So I have a few thoughts about alternative things that I could work with but it's still like all very abstract ideas. I still don't know for sure because I still think I have like a good time working as an illustrator because I'm still young, you know? I just think, I just overthink about the future too much sometimes. It happens to everybody, I think. (laughs) I don't want to presume anything about your life, but I do, I could imagine you maybe in the future are super well-known and perhaps you don't have to take as many jobs in the future and you'll be like no 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 yes this one yes and you'll be able to almost like handpick yeah. what you want to work on maybe you yeah, know it could be that's that's like the ideal yeah. world i guess but i guess we have to see I, I see myself maybe working i don't know could be an art director or something like that that's like less that's cool there's a lot of work too, but it's not like as hands-on, like creating mm-hmm. all the time, everything from scratch as an illustrator, you know. Yep. So something like that, but yeah, it's still true. I still enjoy working as an illustrator, and I think there's still like a lot of clients that I would like to work with. So mm. yeah, I think there's still some room for growth, for sure. Of course. Yeah. Of course. There's always, I think. Yeah. That's one thing I, t- I take away from New York, that there's always room to, to learn something new. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think here also there's like this atmosphere of like opportunity in general. Mm-hmm. I never was like the type of person that believes that the United States like a country of opportunities. I don't believe in that, you know, like I know that some people come here thinking that. I never liked the United States as a country, but I love New York specifically. So, but here I think there is some atmosphere of opportunity because there's so much, especially for people in the creative field, I guess. I can't speak of other fields, <laughs> but it has like this vibe that you can like meet people and then you can be involved in little projects, you know. There's always this, there's always something happening that you can try to be involved mm-hmm. somehow. So yeah, I think here specifically there are opportunities. Yeah. I think so too. Especially because New York feels like it's not part of the U.S. for some reason. Yeah, it feels like a, a good, a good and cozy bobo. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. I really appreciate your time. Thank yeah. you for um, for meeting me on a beautiful Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I hope your your trip to Sweden Sweden yes is lovely. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. <laughs> New Neighbors is produced by myself, Jose Reyes, and by Alex Gerard. Special thanks to the wonderful Niej for sharing her story. Did I mention that Niej was an incredibly talented artist? Please, do yourself a favor and go check out her amazing work on her Instagram account. 
at Niej Borges. That's at N-I-E-G-E-B-O-R-G-E-S. Our website is newneighborsproject.com. You can find the portraits of our new neighbors on the site, as well as on my Instagram account, at Jose Reyes Art. We'll be back next week with more stories from our new neighbors. Ciao!